this week on the podcast, we sacrifice ourselves to the Nidhogg as we add it to our endless list of video games. Welcome, Steve. All hail the Nidhogg. Encore. Glory to the Nidhogg. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, wherever you get your podcasts from. You can follow us on the Twitter machine at It's So Bad Pod. It's So Bad Pod at gmail.com is the email address we're adding this week. The 2014 game Nidhogg to our endless list of video games. And yes, what is this game? Well, I chose this big game, so I'm going to go over what this game is. And I didn't think about this at the time that I was writing up the notes for this, but this is a fighting game, right? Yeah. Essentially? Definitely. Kind of? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. I it's like a classified as. Yeah, it's a competitive fighting game multiplayer. Just like takes place on different stages. It's like tug of war fighting game. Yeah, Tug of War is a good good apt description. Yeah. Developed by a developer by the name of Messhoff. His name is Mark Essen. I think there's like two people who made this game. Uh, Mark Essen and another uh, lady. Um, and yeah, it was released in 2014. Same year as uh, the following indie games. Goat Simulator, Octodad, Monument Valley, Ollie Ollie, Transistor, Crypt of the Necro- Necrodancer, Five Nights at Freddy's, and Broken Age were some of the top releases from 2014. Anybody wow. play any of those games? Five Nights at Freddy's was 2014. Damn. Yeah. That's wild. And now they've made like 82 of those games. I was that was say, yeah. <laughs> that was one of the. I remember that was that was one of the first uh, video game book club picks, I believe. So I do remember I playing that um, way back in the day. Yep. I couldn't play that game. It was too I, scary. Uh, Didn't you pick I, it? I feel like you picked it. No. I think I did pick. It. <laughs> I, pick it. I, I thought you it. picked it. Maybe somebody else picked it. I, I, I had it as I had it for free when I still had a tablet way back then. That's how long ago that shit was. I, I ended up getting it for free or something as an Amazon Prime App Store app. That's so why I played it on my tablet. Five Nights at Freddy's. The shit was 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 for free. I, I I had a good time with it. It was it was a fun game. Sc- scary as hell. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty creepy i remember playing it on my phone and like even on that tiny little screen i was like it's coming yeah. right at me oh my god <laughs> so um nidhogg you can find on oddly you can only find nidhogg on pc ps4 and vita it's the only places where nidhogg is yeah that was one of my chief complaints about nidhogg for the longest time it was like i didn't have a ps4 and i had my pc but i wasn't gonna like like back when we did video game book club and could hang out together you know in the world like in the same room <laughs> we almost can again we almost can again We're almost there as almost of there. thursday for me yeah coming up i've coming been up. good but back when that was a normal thing that we did i was always like man i really want to have everyone over and play nidhogg but then i was like oh, i don't want to set it up on steam on my my pc in the back room but uh, if, yeah, it feels I like you should be able to play it on like Switch now too. Like I'm surprised it's not on more stuff. Only Nidhogg Two is on Switch. But well, I mean, I guess that's the, fair. Yeah, that I guess sense. that's I guess that's the current one. Yeah. Be, so. Yeah. But yeah, this game was made in Game Maker. Are you guys familiar with Game Maker? Vaguely. Yeah. So ga- Game Maker is a development tool where you don't need to know how to code to uh, oh, make cool. games. So other games that were made, or like partially made in Game Maker, Hyper Light Drifter, Katana Zero, Minute, Sword of, Swords of Ditto, Undertale, Nuclear Throne, Downwell, huh. all, all uh, Game Maker games. Damn, that's pretty cool. 
Yeah. Um, this game was inspired by a 1984 video game by the name of The Great Swordsman um, by Taito, which is kind of like a one-on-one sword fighting game from multiple errors. So you there's like a stage that'll be like fencing and then there's a stage that will be um, like, uh, what do you call that? What are the Japanese with like the bamboo poles? I forget what it's Kendo. called. Yes, kendo, and they, you like fight in different styles, but it's all like sword fighting style. Um, and it's just a single screen game, really simple, hmm. uh, really really slow, but it was inspired by that. Um, I think it came out of, this game also came out of a, like, um, Super Hot, the game we did relatively recently, came out of a game jam where somebody had like a week to make a game. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So this was that's like a similar cool. similar kind of like game jam crunch. They made it in a week. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, there is. But I mean, there is. I mean, not exactly, but like, just the fact that like, there's kind of like shapeless, formless, colorless people, like you know, <laughs> in both games. You know what I mean? Like, you got like red people that are just kind of like a silhouette of a person in both games. So, huh, I can S- see that. simplified, simplified design. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, this art style is definitely evocative of like early Atari games. Um, the guy with the sword fighter, it like looks just like Pitfall guy. Oh, or whatever. definitely. I was going to say it reminded me of, of Pitfall characters a lot. Um, originally named Raging Hadron, uh, but renamed Nidhogg after the Norse mythical beast um, that swallows and devours people. Um, I'm not familiar with Nidhogg, the mythology behind it, but it, it exists. It's in, I think, uh, God of War as well, the last God of War. Interesting, yeah. Never, I've never heard of the Nidhogg. I didn't realize it was uh, a Norse, a Norse creature. So yeah. Hmm. It's like Nidhogger or something Nidhogger like that. Nidhogger is a dragon serpent who gnaws at a root of the world tree. Mm. Yggdrasil. I know Ragnarok. Ragnarok is supposed to be like the serpent at the end of the world, isn't it? Like that encircles the earth or something. I guess they're big on they're big on that type of imagery in, in Norse mythology. Yeah, and axes in the and the beards. Naturally, naturally. <laughs> and I guess epic award-winning fencing tug of war. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. based uh, on the description. <laughs> He also was trying to make, so he was trying to make a fighting game, like a really simplified fighting game. Um, but he was like, I think the inspiration behind it was Bushido Blade originally. Um, Ooh, so Bushido Blade is like, game. is like you wait for your opponent to make a move and then you kind of stick it in there. Um, as opposed to like fighting games where you're like always on the aggressive front. More of a, a kendo type game. Yeah, I think that's what kendo is supposed to be as well. Absorb and counter. Do you guys know the uh, musical artist that was behind the music at all? Do you know who Daedalus is? Daedalus. Oh, shit. Really? That sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. So Daedalus is the person who did the music for this game. And the music in this game is, like, ridiculously good. It's so good. It's one It's one of the better soundtracks. Even though there's only, like, three or four tracks in this game, it's really it's a really, really sweet uh, soundtrack. Yeah, I would say a lot of, like, the design, like, the music, the art style of this game is very like it's great like it it stands out like it, we were saying before it kind of has like that simplified design and like came out of like a what is it what was it called game maker um yeah but like it looks great it has that retro vibe to it there's a lot of kind of like pixelated but like also like kind of liquidy bleeding colors like you when you stab a guy there's like blood that'll spray everywhere but it'll be like right. yellow blood or something like that right. and or you know there's like the character is. 
Yeah, and the environments you're running through. So you're running through like stages. So you're going back and forth in this like tug of war fencing match with each other. And there'll be like stages where it's like you're running through like the tall grass and like you can kind of see it, but it's like obscured and you're like fighting in the grass. You can't really see each other. And it's all 2D, but like between that and the music, like it just has a really very, very, very cool aesthetic the whole way through it. Um, one that they like they changed for the second game. And I kind of wish they hadn't. Like they, they nailed it the first time. Yeah, and I think like we'll get into the second one, but um, I think the gameplay is better in the second one. It's more varied with the uh, addition of weapons, but yeah. like the tug of war in the second one can be ridiculous. Like it lasts <laughs> fucking forever. We have we have together have had like half hour matches. Yeah. On the second one, did, um, and I, I think that. the first. The first one I think is a little bit little bit better in that regard. I, I, I agree with that. I, I had one of those on Nidhogg too. I think it was at PAX, PAX East. Me and me and our friend uh, our friend Bob uh, were just walking around the indie games for a while and then like Nidhogg opened up, we both jumped on, and a, a line formed behind us and like people were getting pissed, people were getting frustrated <laughs> that we were just there. This was it was at least twenty five minutes long. And the and people were there like the entire time waiting to play Nidhogg too and but they like they ended up getting so into it which i fucking love about this game too just all the like the constant killing back and forth like the run from one side of the dude's stage to all the way back to the other side of the stage and you're about to win it then all of a sudden you just get trampled two three times in a row and you're like what the fuck and just to have the whole crowd behind us was like just cheering it on was was epic but at the same time 25 fucking minutes though <laughs> to get through this game as There's epic a... as it was there's a cool like narrative there where like when you you're sitting there and you're like playing and you see the line starting form behind you and people start getting pissed, but then it goes on for so long and it keeps going where people turn it around and they're like, Go, go, go Yeah and, like get excited for you. It's great, it's great. That's great. It is funny though, like what you're describing, like with the tug of war aspect of it, because like every time you switch the stage, because you're like going back and forth, like it's kind of like another. It doesn't matter if you killed the person in the last stage; they have to escape that area first, and you can right. you can technically get them before they get out of there if they mess up. Um, yep. And you can you can run from one end all the way to the other end, and then they'll like throw a sword into you, and then suddenly <laughs> the momentum shifts, and like you're on defense because they're just sprinting back through the levels, and you're like, <laughs> oh my god, like how am I gonna do this? And then you'll like get them right at the end, and it'll totally flip the other way, or like one guy will like keep dying and trying to make it to the end, but you just keep holding them right on that yep. last stage. Like, there's so many ways you can bottleneck this game, and it just gets so epic when you're doing that because it's like you're Amazing playing defense. Combat. Yeah, you're like you're like moving your sword around and you're throwing swords and people are jumping and rolling and stuff. Like it gets pretty intense. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they originally in this game when they were designing the game, I guess there was a phase where he kept adding new moves to the game. So like it's pretty simple. You have a sword and you can stab the guy. If you don't have a sword, you can punch him or you can like you can like jump kick them as well or like right. um what do you call it? Trip them with a low low kick. Um, but and originally they wanted he wanted to incorporate a Yoshi style ground pound is what he called huh. it. Uh, and he also wanted to do like a Karate Kid crane kick, but he couldn't make it work. So he uh, <laughs> he took those moves out, which I think is probably better because it's simpler the better in this particular game. Yeah, that might that might actually be overly complex. I 100 percent agree with you, Mike. Like the the simplicity in the gameplay and the graphics, just everything just it, it makes this game great honestly it, it's simple but like the defense system where it's like so if like you ha you have there's like three levels where you can hold your sword you can like hold it high low or in the middle and then so can the other guy too so if you're like stabbing at each other 
like because it's like mm-hmm. fencing basically and you're both on the same level you're just kind of like deflecting off of each other if you're doing oh, yeah. it at the same time so like it's simple but like also like there's some like kind of tactical defense that you got to play like with how you hold your sword and if you're going to yeah. jump and roll or throw your sword and if you throw your sword like you don't have a sword anymore like there's... it's terrifying when you don't have yeah. a sword yeah. anymore but it, it is risk, the most epic 25 minute long like rock paper scissors shoot game you can fucking play <laughs> yeah and also like um i didn't realize this but um i did the for this for this podcast we have played this game a lot as like uh, not in a while because Nidhogg 2 came out, but we played when we were hanging out together like hours of this game. And um, there, I didn't realize until I was doing this tutorial today that you can, if you are close enough to the guy, you can lift your sword up if it's on a different level and knock his sword out of his hand. That's cool. I didn't know that. <laughs> so you can disarm people? Very cool. I, yeah. I, uh, I, I didn't know that. And... Um, I'm upset. I didn't know that. <laughs> that, would have, that would have changed the game so much when we were playing. But it gets very intense. I mean, if you are on the defense, there's like strategies that we've exploited where if somebody gets by you and you're on the, still on the same screen, and usually each stage is like th- three screens either way you have to go to. Um, if somebody gets by you, instead of like running back to catch up to them, you go the opposite way so you respawn quicker. Because you will oh, always yeah. respawn, so you respawn in front of them. Yep. Yeah, and you can time that respawn sometimes and like throw your sword before they're even on the screen and they just load in <laughs> and then get hit with a sword. <laughs> so satisfying. Oh, it's so satisfying. Yeah, and then you can you can pick up fallen swords and there's after a while there's like a million swords on the ground if you've been just killing each other back and forth forever. Can't you you can like break a guy's neck on the ground too. Like you can do like a leg sweep and they're on the ground and you come down and you just like click. You snap it. I, it's pretty I brutal. I always thought he was like ripping his throat out with his teeth. I mean, it's like blood however you want to interpret it, I guess, but something like that's bl- happening. Like, because if you did somebody's neck like that, blood isn't going to squirt out everywhere. If you twist hard enough, it will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you twist hard enough, yeah. I, yeah, I guess you're not wrong. Um, but yeah, so what else, what else do we have to talk about here? Yeah. Horror, we talked about the horrifically brutal like animations, but yeah, the bodies just stay there too. So if you have like a 30 minute long match, like we're talking about, there's just bodies everywhere. You just have blood everywhere. Yeah. I, I remember we've had a couple matches where entire portions of the screen, like the floor just changed color because of all the bodies just stacked across the entire stage, or at least that part of the stage. It's ridiculous. And then we talked about the Nidhogg earlier, and when you finally make it to the end of the stage, it's like so satisfying because you're just like, "Oh yeah, fuck you!" And then you jump, and then the Nidhogg like swoops in and eats you, and it's just like a <laughs> a very triumphant victory jump into his mouth. Yeah, and I mean, and also the last screen has like this cheering fans like cheering you on as you jump into the Nidhogg's mouth. Yeah, that's it's always great when you get there. You feel so accomplished. You're like, "Fuck yeah, I did it." Yeah, Fuck you, I, Encore. I feel, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're you're competing for the chance to sacrifice yourself to the Nidhogg. All glory yep. to the Nidhogg. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. You're just, <laughs> just brutally murdering each other on repeat for 30 minutes on the way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're just in the endless so, hell of murdering each other until you win the right to sacrifice yourself. The other thing, and there's not much to this game, but the other thing to talk about is that there's like some varied stage design. We men- You mentioned the grass, Steve, um, where you can kind of 
hide yourself and it kind of reminds me of like a samurai scene a little bit that they yeah. use that that motif a lot um but also there's like conveyor belts there's doors that can be like hard to get by if you're on the offense and somebody's trying to defend that point um yeah, there's also low and if they jump you just poke them right in the face every time <laughs> right there's also um what else conveyor belts that that kind of don't really work in this game there's tunnels mm-hmm that um you can't throw your sword because it just gets blocked in the tunnel so you have to like really fence right um wasn't the uh the sudden death if we had a time limit or something on it because we had to do that for some i feel like some of like the tournaments we would do on some of those nights wasn't the sudden death where they had it was just one stage and it was all tall grass so you couldn't actually tell where the other person was yeah, that sounds familiar, yeah. but that, I think that's on one particular stage. Right, right. It depends on the stage. There's also, like, the cloud that disappears if you stand up for too long. Oh, yeah, stages. yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, this this is what Nidhogg is. Short game. Short podcast today because there's not much to this game. Yeah. It's a really sweet game. We played the shit out of this game when it came out. And we also played Nidhogg 2, which came out in 2017. 20, and Nidhogg 2, as you mentioned, changed the art style. And, that, you know, I think that initially was like when I saw it, I was like, eh. But then when you play it, you're like, this is more Nidhogg. It's fucking sweet. Yep. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it, they're almost like Simpsons-y type cartoon character like models as opposed to like the just kind of like colorful pixelated guys running they were kind of simpson that's a good yeah. that's a good way yeah. to play. it's a little strange it's like how did you get yeah. here uh with your right. design but <laughs> yeah like okay cool like you gave me a bow and arrow and like a dagger to throw now so like yeah. i'm down uh same so, gameplay yeah I mean, some of those we- some of those weapons are good some of those weapons are bad and i i just think like you get to the strategy where you're just like killing yourself because you just cycle through weapons in that game yeah where you want to get the good one the, yeah. I thought the bow, like at first, I thought the bow was shitty, but then you like start dicking around with it, and you're like, oh, the bow's not that bad because you can just have endless throwing of sword. And but I mean, yeah, I think that game, I think Nidhogg Two is like a little bit better. I don't think it's like super that much better, but yeah. I do think Nidhogg Two is a little bit better. I I, I agree. I, I liked I liked Nidhogg Two better. I mean, we were we we're talking about this before, but like I'm a, a sucker for a game that gives you the ability to organize a tournament bracket within the game. <laughs> Without me having to draw this shit on a piece of paper. <laughs> well, the first the the first game does have a tournament mode. I don't know what the difference is between the first and the second game in terms of the tournament mode. Oh, okay. I think it does, the second one's more customizable. They give you more options for putting people maybe, in brackets. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, I feel like the yeah I feel like the first one was was lacking. It's been a while since I've since I played that first one, admittedly. But yeah. Um, but yeah, this game, I like the art style. I like the music. I like the gameplay. I just don't think it's like, there's super a lot there. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is kind of a, like a one trick pony game. Like what it does, it does it so well. And it's like definitely one of the best, like, you know, competitive multiplayer party games. Like I could think of like, like when we were all able to hang out again soon, like let's play some Nidhogg. Hell yeah. Um, one or two, like, and I wish two, two probably is the better game, but I just wish it had the, like, the art style of the first game. Um, so this one kind of like sticks in my brain a little bit more, but it's maybe it's yeah. not the best, maybe it's not the better game in terms of gameplay. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, you're right, like it is kind of one dimensional. So I'm like looking at like we mentioned Super Hot already, and like Super Hot's kind of maybe a good comparison point for this. Um, Super Hot does something interesting, and it's a you know single player game first person shooter but like has that kind of retro art design does something kind of cool and competitive um and it came out of the the game was a game maker um too so like 
that's an interesting comparison point. And that's also a game yeah. that I remember us talking about being like, it's really cool, but it just does like this one thing. Um, yeah, but I, I do think that I think super hot is, is like, um, if we're getting into our ranking conversation now, <laughs> I think we, uh, might be. Um, we might be. Um, I think super hot. There's a lot more depth to that game, even though that game is like a base game. I think that the, the story in super hot is, is compelling. Um, and I think that the, just how it's, a, it's puzzly and, um, I think it's got the aesthetic. It's still, it's got like, you know, just as good of an aesthetic as Nidhogg. It's just got a, probably a bit deeper of a game. Yeah. It's like the difference between like a multiplayer game only for like, right. for like couch, right. for like playing on your couch too. Like uh, that yeah. type of, that type of game versus like super hot. So not a super deep single player game, but like it ha- kind of has like a campaign and a story that you can play through. And you're right. It has yeah. more of a puzzle element to it. I would say too, I played through some of the single player stuff and it's like very, very base. Like that's the one thing this game is really lacking is like, uh, I haven't played that game in maybe a couple of years now, Nidhogg and, um, playing through the single player game. I like just crushed it today. It was not a challenge whatsoever. And that's probably (laughs) to do with the fact that we played so many goddamn hours of Nidhogg, but also it's, it's not the game right now. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not really that much of a challenge. And I think I was reading about this game and it wasn't the single player game was intended to be like a trainer for the multiplayer. It wasn't intended to be like a fully fleshed out single player. That makes sense. It's, it's, it's essentially the tutorial. Play this shit through. It won't take you long to, to figure it out. And then you're ready to actually play with your friends. That makes sense. I, I actually think a good comparison for this game um, on a lot of levels is Kung Fu on our list. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, because you're kind of like that side-scroller combat, um, yeah. kind of limited move set. obviously yeah. the retro style. Um, that wasn't retro then, that was just the style, but right. for Kung Fu. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's interesting. Um, hmm. And Kung Fu and is Kung Fu's where on this list, though? It's down 68? 69. 69. Yeah. 68. Are you on a different list? You are on a different list, Uncle. Am I on the old yeah. list? <laughs> yes, the old list. Someone didn't update the list after the last episode. It's not my fault. <laughs> hey, man, it's a heavy lift sometimes. Yeah, I feel you. But man. but so like super hot's at fifty one, kung fu's at sixty eight. I did want to make the point though that like I would probably play this game more than I would play super hot. Like super hot's something I might pick up every once in a while and play for like mm. an hour or two. Like you said, we've sat down and played hours and hours of this game. So yeah. I think that's yeah. that's a that's a slight it's a it's not a deep game and yet probably played it ten times more than I've played Super Hot. It's true. I feel, but I do feel like I personally I like um, I think that Kung Fu just in terms of uh, the history behind it and I, I I think that I would pick up Kung Fu more than I would pick up um, I I think the problem with with Nidhogg is I need other people to engage with it in order to play with it. And I don't feel, I feel like with Nidhogg two, we're never going to go back to Nidhogg one. There's like, it's going to be yeah. very limited. That's, that's I guess fair. that's, I guess that is a fair point. Um, I, I kind of would be down to go back to Nidhogg one though. Cause again, I do like, like it sticks in my brain more. Like I like that art mm-hmm. style more. So I think like I would have fun playing that even though there's a little bit I more so. in Nidhogg 2 it's not like that gives you so much more it's not like you can't go back to the first game right. but you're right Sometimes that is the you updated don't want all those weapons like yeah. you want you want just the straight fencing the maybe. F- fencing style game yeah yeah maybe we did have a conversation today about how new is always better so <laughs> that's true Fair as uh, 
Barney Stinson. Is that his name? Barney Stinson? That's his name. His name? Yep. Yeah. As new he says, is new, always new is always better. <laughs> that show does not age well, by the way. <laughs> I, no, I feel like no that's... Yes, how, yes no, how, yeah. how I Met Your Mother was like the oldest sitcom at the time it came out, and now it's just like, it feels like it's from like the 90s, but nevertheless. Definitely. We're at a big we're at a big crossroads here. I'm talking kung fu. You're talking super hot. So so are Where you? Where does I, this go? I, I don't are think you... this game is better than River City Ransom. I'm at 61. Mm. In bet- right in between kung fu and super hot. I was just drawn there, and I don't know if I would put Ned Hogg above River City Ransom. I think that this is the right kind of range we're talking about in between 51 yeah, sure. and 68. So I'm happy with that as a starting point. Um, well, also, I've never played I, I... River City Ransom, so I can't speak to that. I agree with Encore, but also like looking at the indie games on this list, our lowest rank indie game is Transistor at 57. <laughs> and I think Transistor is like a deeper game. It also has a great aesthetic. It also has great music. Um, uh, it has a good story. I don't think this game goes above Transistor. I could see it going right at 61, which is where Worms Armageddon is. Because um, I, think, I think it's a better game... Um, in its totality than like a Street Fighter Alpha and a Worms Armageddon. Um, so I could put it at 61. Worms Armageddon? Yeah. Worms Armageddon's kind of comparable for me too. I don't know. Like just in terms of like, I mean, I have more of a history with that game. Well, actually, I wonder now because I don't know. I played them both for like, they. Bo- I played them both a lot at very distinct periods of my life. So I'll say that. Um, so I guess I get like similar levels of enjoyment out of them. I could be comfortable with a, a 61 ranking for this. That seems That seems about right. I don't know. I don't know. Ninja this... Gaiden, un, Ninja Gaiden underneath Nidhogg. Oh. The original Ninja Gaiden underneath Nidhogg. Oh, I haven't played I, it, I, so I don't know. All right. I I would say, give me in between Ninja Gaiden and Toe Jam and Earl. Uh, I would go there. It's moving more towards my kung fu. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I just I just think so. Wait, are you arguing arguing it down, and I'm arguing it up? This is this is weird to that me. Is weird. Like you're moving more towards my <laughs> wait, position. Wait. Everyone, pause your po- oh, pause your recording. We need to figure out what's going on right now. <laughs> Having some technical difficulties here. S- stop the count! Stop the count! <laughs> oh my god. Um, I I I I would put it there. What is that? Sixty four, sixty five. What is? Yeah. That? Well, yeah. So Ninja Gaiden's at sixty three. Oh. Toji Amaterasu is at sixty four. I'd give it the new 64. I seem to remember I seem to remember a lot of complaining about Ninja Gaiden when I listened to the Ninja Gaiden podcast. It's really hard. It's extremely I hard. I seem to remember it not being remembered that fondly. Uh, I mean, I li- important I, I like and it. cool, but also like kind of fuck that game. That's what it, I kind of got will, the, the vibe of that podcast. I will Yeah, cuz everyone will pissed say, off about how hard it was. I mean, y'all fucking play Dark Souls all the time. Can't be talking about how hard a game is. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, Dark Souls isn't that. Hey, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Listen, I, I've I've been converted on that too. You know, like I used to I used to believe that, but it's not that hard. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, also Ninja Gaiden Two is probably a little bit better than Ninja Gaiden One. I think, in my from my recollection, we need to play it I'll, for the endless list. But I'll give you that. I do I do think Ninja Gaiden Two is a be- a bit of a better game. It kind of gets the difficulty curve a little bit down. It gets yeah. rid of some of the bullshit because at the end of Ninja Gaiden One, and there's like one part that's like impossible to get by, and that's kind of taken out and also ninja gaiden one when you get to the end the final level there's like four parts to each level and usually when you die you go to the same part but for some reason at the end of the the final level you go back to part one 
and you have to play the whole fucking level again. And it's <laughs> super fucking yeah, trash. That's that's fair. Ninja Gaiden two. Maybe I'm just remembering Ninja Gaiden two more fondly than Ninja Gaiden one. Just putting them together. Whenever I go back to visit my parents, that's where that's where my NES is, and just like that drawer full of games. I I, yeah. I, I will pick up two before I pick up one. That's that's fair. <laughs> Do we want to put it at sixty one? What do we think? Below could... River City, above Worms? Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, too. I like that. I'm okay with that. Nidhogg right. is... Have... Yeah. It's a okay. sweet game. It is a sweet game. You know what? You're right. Unfortunately, it's our lowest ranking indie game on the Endless List. Out of uh, How... 120? <laughs> 121. 121. Our 121st entry, it is... Uh... At number, uh, let's see here, 61, it is Nidhogg. All hail Nidhogg. All hail We have done Nidhogg. it. We have added it to our endless list of video games. Um, and you guys, it's been great. We did a quick episode. Yeah. We did it. We did it on like, a, on like a personal favorite of ours, you know, like going back a few years. So this was fun. This was like a little, a little uh, trip back to the old video game book club days. Yeah. I was actually, I was intending this episode to be like a warm up for when we start hanging out again. <laughs> Cause it's happening. Oh yeah. It's going to be I'm, soon. I'm getting very excited. It's going to be soon. Gonna, How are we going to record video game club outside? Just get oh. all our systems sucked into the projector. That would be cool. Just watch some of the fucking on the projector. <laughs> watch some of those, those video game movies outside on the projector. That sounds cool. Ooh. Oh, that's I, d- I do want to invite a bunch of you guys over and add our first Mario party to the endless list. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. Cool. It'll be interesting to go back to recording in person too. And not over, not over the yeah. interwebs, but maybe we, cause then we can, maybe we'll have a mixed can, system, you know, who knows? We can go back to physically wrestling for positions on the endless list. Like we used to do. And we, can, <laughs> and we can also go back to having two people share one microphone and sit too close with their faces too close to each other again. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. yeah. And when I have to turn my head to cough, or like, or take a sip of beer like off to the side. Yeah, we'll have more. We'll have more audible beer cracks in the uh, episode too. <laughs> yeah. Or I should be beer accurate. White myself. claw cracks in the episode are going to be off the charts in a couple of months. Hell yeah! No, a couple months. Talking like next month. Well, once we once oh, we yeah. get up to speed, you know, once we get up to yeah, speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it slow at first. Vaccine life. Um, let's go. But yes, congratulations to the Nidhogg. You are now our 61st uh, entry, or 61, number 61 on the endless list. And next week, we are adding um, another game to the endless list. We'll be talking about our first ever Simpsons game. Hmm. Simpsons video game. There's not many good ones. And, but we're going to talk about... A, there's, I think there's like two good ones. Like Hit and Run was good. And um, the arcade game the arcade game wasn't there but we're not talking about those well there was road rules too that was the other one right oh yeah road rage road rage yeah yeah i remember yeah. playing that was like a that's... crazy taxi oh. one basically yeah yeah it was crazy taxis that's all it was <laughs> but simpsons but simpsons, but simpsons. yeah yeah then I, I think um hit and run was the gta one so hmm. base, it was basically like gta damn uh nice. but yes we are adding a bart simpson uh, the Simpsons, Bart versus the Space Mutants, the first uh, Simpsons game to the Endless List next week, the NES release. So we have a contender for the crown of worst game ever next week. Damn, so, is it that bad? Is it that bad? 
I, oh yeah. Is there is there a oh, Game Boy version yeah. of that game? I feel like I remember playing like a Bart Simpson skateboarding game with like the aliens in it on Game Boy back uh, in the day. Pro- probably, I think so. Uh, I don't know if it's if it's that specific game. There's definitely Simpsons games on the Game Boy though. They're probably like just different versions. Interesting. I think I thought that's what the game that you guys were talking about was. But hmm. wow, new contender for worst game. Nice. Damn, Doing, I, putting that work in on the I, on I the bottom like that's of the harsh. list. I haven't played that game in ages, but guy, I feel like that's harsh under Home Alone and Jurassic. Park. Well, you have to understand, Uncle. I think that we're trying to put games at the bottom of the list here I guess too. So, true. so harsh yes. is maybe not the right spirit of that. Like we're we're working for it. <laughs> well, not me, yes. but Mike and probably Chris. Fair <laughs> enough. Yes. Fair enough. Next week, stay tuned for Bart Simpson versus the Space Mutants. But thank you, Encore. Thank you, Mike. And thank you, Steve. Thank you bros and let's go play some fucking video games Woo! let's play some r6 nice